You're listening to Random Fit with hosts Wendy Batts and Ken Miller, winner of a Gold Markham Award for Digital Media. Hello, everyone. Welcome to an ep- another episode of Random Fit. I am Wendy Batts, and I am here today with my co-host, friend, and colleague, Mr. Ken Miller. Ken, how are you today? I couldn't be better, Wendy. Here I am with you talking about what we're going to talk about today. So hope you're doing well. You're looking great. Oh, why thanks. You know, you don't look too shabby yourself. So (laughs) you and your leaf shirt. I don't know what what that is, but it looks very calming, peaceful. Very zen. zen. (laughs) Well, Well, on today's episode, we are actually going to talk about the fittest cities um, in America. We actually got this data from the ACSM's America Fitness Index. And, um, you know, Ken and I were talking about it and I was actually surprised about some of the cities. Um, they, they again, rank these cities in a particular order. And we'll talk about what goes into, you know, the ranking process. And they've, they've given everything from one to a hundred. And, uh, and so, you know, number one, Arlington, Virginia. How about that? They, yeah, they got it going on. And, <laughs> um, but, you know, and, you know that's that's one way to put it, but I think Wendy, I, we we do need to talk about the you know to put it in, put some perspective on it. Now, when it came to reading this in, and it, there's actually quite a bit of literature. So if you look up ACSM American Fitness Index 2022, they took 100 of the um, the biggest cities and and they looked at their rankings as far as different health outcomes, um, structure infrastructure in place that helps promote um, health and wellness. So it's not that, you know, Arlington, Virginia has got a bunch of people just running around, jumping in every pool, climbing. Uh, I'm sure they're very active and, and, and they're very healthy. But from this, from this list, and when we talk about fittest cities, um, we're, we're looking at an index that incorporates more than just, okay, how many people get outside? How many, you know, you know, we're not talking about body fat, you know, per se, but there, there's quite a few criteria that you, you have to look at as far as where these cities rank, because, you know, you say Arlington, Virginia, awesome, good on them. And from my hometown in San Diego, here they are, you know, America's finest city. And <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're, they're 20, 20 something on the list. So that here you think, all right, Let's let's look at well, I had to say, all right, how come we're not in the top 10? But when you when you think about it, okay, well, what was the criteria for them to judge? Um, you know, again, not it's not as a subjective judgment, although they they had to look at different criteria as to why, you know, one city would be considered more fit than another. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's important to note, well, first of all, Atlanta was number 18 out of 100. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, we beat you. <laughs> um, I, maybe it's because I live here and, you know, my data just bumped everything up or something. But um, right. but when we were looking at the criteria, again, you know, one of the one of the reasons that they do this is they're still noticing that, you know, there is a significant proportion of the population that is significantly unhealthy. And so when you're thinking about this, less than 25% of adults met the national and physical guidelines that are given, which are pretty basic. You know, it's it's how much you, should you walk and how much should you move each and every day. Um, but when they're looking at what the criteria is, they looked at everything from physical health. And we'll talk about, you know, basically 
is um, this is regular exercise that's going to reduce the risk of premature death, heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, diabetes, breast cancer, colon cancer, and risks of falls. I mean, all super, super important information. So that was one of the first things. So physical health. One of the second things that they looked at too was the mental and social health. And again, what they saw is significant numbers decreasing on people's mental health and well-being. And, you know, again, is the pandemic to play a big part of that? Yes, because, you know, people weren't as social. They weren't engaging with others. They weren't going outside. They were, you know, pretty much um, some people were really scared to leave. And that that plays a mental, um, you know, role in a, in a negative way. And so again, it increased anxiety and depression. And of course, when that happens, there's going to be a cognitive decline. And then the last thing that they really looked at, like you were talking about is the economic health. And so like you were talking about, you know, the roads and the parks and, you know, the city planning and what they're doing to make it more, you know, accessible for people to walk and to move and to join in and community events. And again, social, you know, social gatherings. And of course, that's also going to help, you know, financially, it's also going to help job growth and everything. So again, all of those components played a significant role when they were putting this data in and then defining what made the fittest cities. Yeah. So after after reading these, I mean, basically, these are the things that they're striving for. And, and once you know where your city stands, one of the things that as you read into the to the website and into the information is that, you know, it's not OK, let's let's be number one. But instead of going from A to Z, let's get from A to B first. So if you recognize and, and I highly encourage and this is great, some great information here. I mean, it's not just, OK, yeah, your ego gets a little hurt. It's like, how come, you know, how come my place, you know, uh, my city, even where I am right now, it's, it, you know, it's not on there just because it's not it's not big enough to, to get on there. So I'm really curious where it would stand. But um, from the standpoint that you as a citizen, you as a member of your community and if you have some influence and, you know, and and you kind of go outside and, and look at, okay, well, what's available to me? Now we have to look at, okay, well, how do we get to that next step? So if you don't have bike paths or if, you know, we'll talk about parks and basketball courts and baseball fields and things like that, if these things aren't readily accessible to you and these are points that were measured, well, okay, how can we make that happen? How can we get one step better? Because they do look at trending where you're trending from last year versus this year. So again, something to, to refer to. Yeah. And thank you for joining us. If you're watching today on Random Fit, my name is Wendy Batts and I'm here with Ken Miller and we're talking about America's fittest cities. And again, we have the list and we really would love for you to go on. Um, again, it was through um, ACSM's fitness index, I think it was right. Um, yep. And yep. Uh, and so again, you know, when we were looking at the top 10, we talked about number one being Arlington, Virginia. Um, number two that came in was Madison, Wisconsin. And again, I was looking up like, what is there to do in all of these cities? And of course, in Arlington, you know, you've got the, you know, the National Cemetery, you've got the, you know, Pentagon, you've got the Mount Vernon Trails, the DEA Museum. And I'm like, okay, there's a lot of outside activity going on. They're like, what do you do in Madison, Wisconsin? Again, I've never been there. I'm sure it's absolutely beautiful. And the one thing that I saw, there was a ton of museums. There's a ton of outdoorsy things that you can do. Um, they have one, what was it, 600 
um, acres of land to explore and it shows history and, and these beautiful rolling hills. And I was like, maybe people go and do that. And so, you know, so when you're looking at, you know, Virginia was number one, you've got Madison, Wisconsin is number two. I'm just going to rattle off the top 10 right now. And then yep. you can talk about the bottom 10 if you want, Ken, but, Thanks. um, you know, number three was Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I'm like, okay, I've been there. And if you go there in the winter, it's freezing. But, you know, what do you do there? Well, of course, you've got Mall of America. You know, you've got the, the land of the lakes. I mean, there are so many different lakes. So especially in the summer, you know, I used to go there pretty often. And there was a lot of outdoorsy things to do. But again, it required me to think, what, what are we doing in these cities that's different from what I'm doing in my own? Um, number four was Washington, D.C. That to me did not um, surprise me at all, especially with all the history and the capital and everything being there. Um, number four, uh, I'm sorry, number five was Seattle, Washington. Again, you know, you've got to think you've got Mount Rainier. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that or looked at it. It is absolutely beautiful. Um, you can hike areas yeah. up. Um, you've got oh, and another th thing that I thought was cool is they have these underground history tours. And, um, you know, you've got the hikes in Olympic National Parks. You've got all of that. Um, number five was Irvine, California. So a little closer to you, a little bit. And then number six, I mean, seven, geez, I can't count today. Portland, Oregon. Of course, you've got, again, waterfalls and a bunch of hiking there, coastline walks. There were so many different walking tours. Like when I looked up, what do you do here? Walk walk, walk, walking food tour, walking wine tour, walking waterfall tours. I was like, oh, okay. Um, number eight was St. Paul, Minnesota. Again, it seems a little parallel with uh, Minneapolis. And then number nine was Denver, Colorado. And then number 10 was Chicago. Um, nine for me, I didn't think was surprising with Denver because, you know, of course, all the skiing that you can do in the winter, alpine slides and everything that you do in the summer everyone's outdoors there's a ton of trails and and biking and hiking and of course you know one of my favorite cities to just walk around and eat pizza chicago i mean yeah. there are so many that you know we um last time we went i took a, a boat tour and learned so much about the architecture in that city and found it absolutely fascinating and so um but it was just interesting to see that those cities top 10 ranked so much higher than some of the cities that I thought for sure would have been in the top 10 hands down. Right. And that's, again, it's a testament to the different uh, points that they consider to be important for, for this ranking, because also on that list. Um, so again, once you, once you go to this, to the ACSM website on the fitness index uh, for 2022, they also have, and I'm just going to look on my notes here, uh, personal health ranking, right. But they also have a community environment rank. So, and when you combine those two ranks, that's what puts that city where it is. And I'll just say just edged out of the top 10 was Oakland, California. So that's just two <laughs> miles that way. Uh, and, and for, you know, for, for the city of Oakland, I mean, if you haven't been to the San Francisco, Oakland Bay Area, um, as you mentioned, for a few of those cities, Wendy, there's, there's mountain, there, there's, there's trails, there's hiking trails, biking trails. Um, a lot of places to go. Once you go eastward, just you couldn't tell that you were so close to such a such an urban area. Um, again, my my hometown of San Diego was 23, so we. I got saw that, and I thought for sure that would have been within the top 10, hands down. It's one of yeah. my favorite places to go. Like again, right. I know I keep saying my favorite places. I got a lot of favorite places, y'all, but um, yeah. 
you know, the weather's always perfect. You've got the sand, everyone's always outdoors and, you know, yeah. it's chillier in the morning. It's always warmer in the afternoon. It just, it's beautiful. <laughs> so much to do. Everybody always asks, why'd you leave? Well, I, well, you know, you might need to get another job. if you. Yeah, I might have to go back. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> Once I look at this ranking though, it's like Oakland is a little bit higher than San Diego. Well, quite a bit higher. But just just to, just to point out, though, when we talk about the community environmental ranking, San Diego is 42nd. So that's just that's just speaking to the infrastructure that's in place. But when it comes to the personal health ranking, they were 20th. So they are higher than their overall ranking. So just to give you an idea of where a city might fall. So like I, like Wendy said, there's 100 cities. And to, to kind of look at the other end of um, that that top 100 number, let's say, Let's start off with 90 at Riverside, California. So again, no disrespect to any of these cities that I'm about to go over just because you're in the bottom 100. There's still, you know, we're only talking about 100 cities out of the however many cities there are in the U.S., which doesn't speak much for my um, my knowledge of the USA. Uh, but, uh, but these are the 100 biggest cities within the United States. Uh, you have Detroit, Michigan. Again, a lot of these cities, I well, a few of them I've been to, but a lot of them I have not been to, so I can't really speak to how they are. Um, but all we're saying here is that these are cities that, okay, if you're a listener uh, of Random Fit here with both Wendy Batts and I, Ken Miller, we're talking about America's fittest cities. So if you're in one of these cities I'm about to mention on the bottom 100 of the uh, fitness rank, um, you know, this is just your opportunity to 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 be familiar, be more aware of where your city is and start to look at, OK, well, what initiatives are in place or what efforts are being made to to move us up? Because, like I said, they're showing trends uh, on where these cities are com 20, comparing 2021 to 2022. And these cities right here, all but two of them are showing a downward trend. Um so we've got Detroit, Michigan. We got Lexington, Kentucky, which from, you know, from friends that I know that have been to there, it's just beautiful, beautiful country out there. Um, Henderson, Nevada. So for those of you that have not been to Henderson, it's just it's, it's another city right outside of Las Vegas. Um, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and then we've got Indianapolis. Right. Indiana. We have Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then we have North Las Vegas. And again, Las Vegas, just for some of us that uh, may not have been there, don't know. Las Vegas for a time was one of the, the fastest growing cities in the country, right? So at least that's the way it was in the 90s and early 2000s, just because, you know, affordability and things like that. But apparently the infrastructure uh, was not considered when they were kind of laying out how the city was going to be built out. Um, and unfortunately, that's one of those that has a downward trend. And again, just to go into the personal health rank, they were 94th. And as far as community uh, environmental ranking, they were 99th. And then there's Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, which is 99th and 100th, uh, respectively, for those for those two criteria. So, um, like I said, I highly encourage, you know, if, if you're from one of the bigger cities in your state, look at this, look at this list and see where you guys are. And then, you know, kind of ask yourself, you know, um, where would you fit in when looking at the different criteria and how do you contribute to those numbers? Right. So mm -hmm. very, very, very eye opening to say the least once I had a chance to look at this and again, kind of knocked me back a little bit to see San Diego. 
um, again, one of America's finest city uh, to be labeled <laughs> as it was. Well, you know what? Nashville was number 63. So my hometown, um, you know, number 63, and it is growing so much right now. So it'll be interesting to see in the upcoming years, you know, when they are, I mean, again, it is under construction. There are so many people that are moving to Nashville. So back in the day, people used to make fun of me for being from Nashville. Now it seems like a lot of people are migrating to Nashville. So, um, but it's a beautiful, beautiful city and there's a ton to do. And, um, you know, but I found that pretty interesting. And to put in perspective too, when when you look at this and you start to read all the data, you know, I found it very um, interesting that th- that Arlington, Virginia, was number one for the fifth year in a row. And so, you know, it's it's ranked, you know, the city's, you know, like the highest score. So out of like eighty-five out of a hundred, the indicators. Um, showed the highest for that particular city. And so I wanted to know, well, what are some of these indicators? You know, again, I told you about the big, big broad buckets, but it's percentage, uh, percentage of exercising in, in a month. Um, excellent um, in or very good in your overall health. And so there were specific health questions. Uh, percentage with poor physical health in previous months. So it's looking at that. Percentage of high blood pressure, percentages with strokes diabetes. And then, you know, and then you start to look on the other other side of it. What are the cities that are making bounds and leaps to try to get themselves up in the top 10? And number one, at the highest jumper, what they called the mover and the shaker was Chicago. And, you know, and it actually increased um, pretty significantly, like 10% over just last year alone. And again, it was the percentage of smoking, you know, good health and the same, pretty much the same thing that I just read off. And so, it's very interesting to see overall rankings and then where some of these cities fall, because some of them that still might be in the top 10 might rank very poorly in like mental health. But because the numbers in other areas were really um, strong, it still kept them up in the top 10. So I found that pretty interesting and, and just fascinating data if, if you're research nerds and like that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. And again, some of, some of the other criteria and I'm again, there's we could actually have a podcast on this for like two hours. But, you know, one of the things that was really interesting to me, because, you know, here, you know, in my community of, of Alameda, California, I, I serve on the board of um, Friends of the Park Foundation. So I have a personal interest in the infrastructure as it relates to supporting uh, the Parks and Rec Department. And one of the things that we really take a strong interest in is, is you know, supporting you know, the parks as far as maintenance, repair, and upgrading these parks just to provide a place for, for our kids, our community kids to to play, to play and get out, recreate. And, you know, here within our, within our little area, we have about 23 public parks. And, you know, to get into that, um, one of the categories here was recreational facilities. So something to evaluate within your city, again, if you're, if you're one that has children that you're raising them within your community or you yourself, you know, looking at community programs and what's provided to the community. We're looking at, um, you know, baseball diamonds. So baseball fields per 10,000 residents, basketball hoops, again, looking at per um, uh, per 10,000 residents. And here we have, you know, uh, compared to, and I compared Oakland, San Diego and Los Angeles. And we're, we're talking about baseball diamonds, you know, LA has about 0.7 baseball fields per 10,000 people versus San Diego, which has 2.2 baseball fields per 10,000 people. Uh, Basketball, 2.8, basically 
uh, you know, across the board between Oakland, San Diego, and again, just pulled pulled out some stats that interested me. So again, I there's a filter. Actually, did you did you go through that spreadsheet, Wendy, where you can filter out your cities? I, 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 I've gone through it. I did not take all these like crazy notes, but I was like, you know, I found it like from what you're saying and you're looking at this data and you're looking at this, these numbers. I mean, all of it is just so interesting to me because I live North of Atlanta and, you know, I, I live in a very, um, I, I, there's a ton of parks around us. There's a ton of walking trails and running mm-hmm. trails. And, you know, we do a lot of, you know, there's a lot of community biking and, and running, right. um, you know, obviously tennis is really big out where I live as well as, you know, swimming and stuff, especially, you know, in these, in these months of, you know, spring and summer and fall actually, well, actually it's year round for tennis, but, um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, our city um, or my, my, um, my little town would, would be interesting to compare just to Atlanta because downtown, obviously there's a lot of stress and anxiety going with, with traffic and, you know, and just, it's just a fast moving, fast paced. We're more laid back and, and kind of, you know, like there's just more family stuff to do up, up North. And so I just find it, you know, kind of fascinating within just the, the whole, um, when you're looking at Atlanta as a whole, depending on where you, you live, it, there are major factors to consider when you are going to settle down. And I, I just find it all fascinating. Yeah. And that kind of goes back to what you were talking about earlier when it comes to the economic um, effects of having your city have infrastructure that supports, you know, health and wellness. So, um, you know, and again, just to kind of give perspective, uh, the baseball diamonds, who knew that St. Paul, Minnesota would have 5.2 baseball fields per per 10,000 5.2 compared to LA which had 0.7 right so i thought it would be more about hockey in minnesota yeah well apparently hockey hockey uh, ice rinks was not one of the criteria <laughs> <laughs> although i think that'd probably be like 10 10 per 10,000 uh people you know and and again getting back to virginia norfolk virginia had you know uh 16.9 basketball uh, hoops per 10,000 residents. So uh, right. park and playgrounds, Madison, again, Madison, Wisconsin came up a number one on that list. So a lot, a lot of good stuff here as far as, you know, again, what does it take to be um, strong and healthy? And, and like you were saying earlier, you know, just um, being social, being mentally healthy when it comes to the environment that's around you. Yes. And if you guys are joining us today on Random Fit, Ken Miller and myself, Wendy Bats, we're talking about America's fittest cities. And again, we've talked about the top 10 and what made those the top 10. We've unfortunately talked about the bottom, um, but the bottom 10. And again, we're just talking one out of 100 and the different criteria criteria that made up these figures and how these um, cities were put into um, this numerical order, if you will. And I think, you know, too, when we are talking about fittest cities, you know, if you're looking at the ACSM guidelines, you know, basically, you know, what is recommended? And and I know, Ken, you and I have talked about this multiple times, you know, but 150 minutes of a moderate intensity aerobic activity every single week. So basically 22 minutes per day. And so if, you know, when you're looking at that and then also, you know, two times per week, you know, muscle and strength um, training. So basically, you know, lifting weights, doing things, working all your major muscle groups, that's that's what's recommended in order to try to meet these healthy guidelines when it comes to, a, you know, the physical aspect of it. Again, 
you know, I think, you know, Ken, you and I could probably talk about this all day. I think the, the, the key takeaways for me, and then I'll hand it over to you to see kind of how you feel is, you know, we just need to move more. We, we need to move more stress less and, um, and, you know, and really, you know, watch our diets, you know, think about, you know, taking, you know, the fitness journey and looking at yourself, being realistic to who you are and think, you know, where, when can you walk more? When can you play more? You know, when can you stop working and actually shut things down in order to live more of a healthier lifestyle, you know, whether it's mental or physical. So um, I just found, found it fascinating. Like I said, you know, um, Atlanta being 18, Nashville being 63, that's a significant difference. There's so many amazing and beautiful things. I would have thought Nashville would have been ranked a lot higher than it was. Right. And, you know, I think my, my takeaway here and what, what I what I look at here, again, my bias towards what I've done, you know, try to be involved with with my local community is the fact that, you know, you can have one park for every so many, um, you know, members of your community and you can look at the population to access ratio. Um, but I think it, it doesn't really matter if you if you don't use it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we're lucky and I'm lucky enough to have a park two blocks down and another park three blocks down for that, from that. So, um, you know, as far as hitting that, you know, the 22 minutes a day, Wendy, that you mentioned, you know, as far as being, being active, you know, it's, you know, that, that community um, environmental ranking is, is only as good as your ability to use it, right? Mm -hmm. Access is one thing. If you don't, if you have to drive to go to the nearest park or to get outside and enjoy uh, what the community or what the, what your city has to offer, then yeah, you, you've got, you know, you've got, you know, a little bit of work to do as far as bringing that closer to you or being accessible to more people within your community. But, you know, the way I, the way I'm seeing it is like, yeah, there's, there's people with parks two doors down and don't use it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and it's, it's just an easy way to, you know, get your heart rate up. As you said, you know, there's plenty of, of things that you can do outside to stay active, get your heart rate up, do some strength training with, with some of the things that's, you know, there's, there's adult workout areas, you know, pull up bars, um you know equipment you know we there's some preset selectorized equipment that's made for outdoors you know a mile and a half from my house so if there's you know you just have to do your research and see what's available in your community so i mean this was very this was a very insightful uh you know list here of all the lists that we've gone over on our podcast this this was pretty um this was pretty eye opening it was and in again you know um you know we have to uh thank ACSM for putting the information out because I think they, you know, just the summaries and like I said, the data that they provided um, along with why some of the cities fell out of the top 10 and why some are, are making leaps and bounds um, moving up within the, the top 10. Um, and you know what? Congratulations to Arlington again, five years in a row. Yeah, let's, let's see if someone can knock them off the top. Someone's got to trend pretty hard though. Yeah, just check this out and then do a comparison yeah. in a year and see where everyone is. So. Okay, Madison, <laughs> Wisconsin, you got you got a little work to do with your community right. environment, uh, but they're, they're they're the next one up there. All right, Wendy. So this this was awesome. I mean, I'm sure we'll be talking about this offline. But uh, thanks for your insight and sharing. You know, you know, you, I didn't realize you had been to so many of these top ten cities. I know. Yeah, got to get out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right for those of you listening to us on random fit thank you so much for listening to this episode talking about the american fitness index with both wendy bats and i ken miller uh if you like what you had to listen to please like follow subscribe share and comment let us know if there's anything else you'd like for us to talk about regarding random fit so until next time take care 
and be well.